You are now about to witness wrestling knowledge at its finest. Sideline Junkies proudly presents the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez, the big guy, KG. They are the WrestleManiacs. All right, all right. Back, back, back on Saturday night. WrestleMania is all wrapped up. And now we are starting our true season opener on the mothership on a proper day Saturday. Tis the sideline junkies, WrestleManiacs. I am the people's choice, the one and only Don Rodriguez. And on the other side of the desk is the man of the hour, the big man. KG, what's up, bro? What's happening, man? I'm coming from I'm I'm on location. Ooh, from California, IA, really, Maryland. Oh, <laughs> man, I was about to get all excited. I was going to tell you to go catch a Pokemon while you're out there. No, I'm I'm I'm, I'm coming to you live in Maryland. All right, what's what's the occasion, man? You just a traveling man, or you visiting uh, family celebrating? Celebrating my three-year anniversary with my wife. How about you just did so that? We, well, it, Weren't you somewhere else? Oh, that was. What were you celebrating? God dang! Oh, we were celebrating discovering catfish, uh, a good catfish spot, and we. So we decided to stay the night. Oh my god! Oh my god! So y'all got the world tour. So I guess the wife is in the room with you now. Yeah, she's watching a movie. Um. I I done I done fed her. I done took her shopping. Did y'all exchange so, uh, gifts and all that you know, fun stuff? Well, she got her gift. I'm 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 waiting on mine. I don't know when it's I coming. Know. I mean, hopefully it's a uh, something of metal you say and leather. You better say it. You better claim it. You better claim hopefully it. it's that attitude era WWF championship belt. All extra in there. Well, let me let me go ahead and wave my my pen at it now. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> Get that man a belt. The power of Christ compels you. Like, oh, man. Gotta, you know, we got to exercise the demons of no <laughs> from her vocabulary. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> In this new season, there will be no no's. No. no. So that, that goes to the wife, that goes to the boss, BJ, when we ask to give the guys in the, in the truck a raise, there will be no no. They will go from seventy three cents to a full seventy five. Give them three whoa, quarters. Whoa, 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 whoa! You get a little excited there, man. The extra two cents start going out pockets. Oh yeah, yeah, but I mean, hey, we got to make a little money, you know. Got to pay right, the guys. We got to get some like uh, mothership dancers or something. We paying them two extra cents. We, we got to get some dancers in there, like the Nitro Girls or something. Hey, that wouldn't. That wouldn't be a bad you know, idea. Which, uh, I mean, WrestleMania weekend, Tony Schiavone and Eric Bischoff had a reunion with a couple of the Nitro girls. He tweeted out that, that photo of them at his 83 weeks uh, wrap up show when they were doing a uh, WrestleMania weekend and all that fun stuff. You know what? Speaking of Eric Bischoff, I'm I'm waiting for. The time when he goes into the WWE Hall of Fame because he's well oh, deserving of it. Now the DX is in there, China's in there, 
Now they got to make room. They already planning for next year. So he, he's got to go for Victoria, and... Taz, Eric Bischoff, Paul mm-hmm. Heyman. Uh, I mean, there's still a, a couple headliners out there that could really make the show, especially since they're giving Sabu. I, I don't know. Uh, Maybe may a little time before we get the homicidal, genocidal, suicidal side. But we'll probably get Rob Van Dam in there first. He probably, well, actually, no, they probably do Tommy Dreamer to break in the non ECW tied tag team uh, mold. So I, I think uh, Tommy Dreamer would uh, go in. The yeah, Dudley's when they were right? WWE and, you know, they, they've been all over, but just really ECW. Yeah. For the most part, bred for a long time, came over to WWE, ECW. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Tommy Dreamer would be the one, and that would be the gateway open to a lot more of ECW proper. Like, I would still love to see Lance Storm go in. Um, I mean, there's it, it, quite a few people that still need to go in that graduated from uh, ECW University. Quite sure Ray Mysterio will probably be on the ballot uh, as a, a no brainer next year as well. And we'll we'll see what happens with that, especially since he confirmed loosely on the WrestleMania red carpet for the Hall of Fame that Dominic, you know, all way taller than him, Dominic, is actually a sports entertainer. So that, that'll be pretty interesting to see how that develops. But I think before we get to start worrying about Dominic, it'll be uh, Scott Hall's son that hopefully will be making it pretty soon, Eric Bischoff's son. We'll be uh, transitioning over at some point pretty soon. So there's some other uh, special talent to join the ranks of uh, Adam Cole and some others that have uh, famous parents in the WWE period. So fun times, man. I agree. <laughs> and I, I, I it, indeed, fun times, man. I just stop, it, man. You see, my brain is already starting I, to go I, off. We're trying to work this new format, and there's a lot going on. So we will save to the end for the wrap-up. I'm just saying it now because time is ticking towards what I'm still negotiating with myself, whether or not I will be uh, ordering HBO and watching Game of Thrones on day one or if I will try to abstain for a couple weeks so that way I can have more than one episode you know, to watch in a row. And then, you know, we get about a week and uh, some change away from Avengers Endgame. And I don't know how the heck I'm going to manage this for months on months on months not seeing any Star Wars trailers. Even though I think at Endgame, I may be forced to see what just got released. But I haven't watched it yet. I've heard the rumors and saw some buzz and things, but I haven't actually seen it. Billy D, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that quick mm. Facebook image got me. It's like, ah, I'm blind. Palpatine, I'm blind. But uh, <laughs> I'm still not watching it until I'm forced to at the uh, Avengers Endgame trailers, which I can't wait. I'm counting down the hours for that Thursday night on the 25th. But it is time for us to focus the laser sighted on our new format as we go still around the universe and talk about some of the major topic points that happen post WrestleMania and also about the same time as WrestleMania. And one of them that happened during that weekend is the resurgence of Enzo Amore, who is now currently going by 
Enzo as Enzo, and Big Cass, or who's going now as Kaz XL, C-A-Z XL. And they actually had an invasion angle for the Ring of Honor New Japan G1 Supercard that happened at the sold-out Madison Square Garden. And that was totally unexpected. Uh, Enzo has posted it on Twitter feed. You'll see it several times over there. PW Insider picked up on it and showed it. So it was pretty crazy just out of nowhere to see a run-in from them. And their big thing is that they are free agents. They could go where they want, do where they want. They're not tied down by, quote-unquote, any machine. And that's how they plan on being. And it's just going to be open reign for them. But what led to it from Enzo Amore's admission is that he found out about how Big Cass got injured. And he said, out of, uh, to, to loosely quote, that he put pride to the side and reached out. And from that point, we, we went from there. And because, you know, Enzo was saying some things about Cass and, you know, when he got injured and concussed a second time and then not sure what happened with the allegations of uh, alleged, um, what's the best way to put it? Misconduct of a sexual nature that was unwarranted, I guess, is the best way to Wendy Williams it. <laughs> uh, but allegedly. So there was a lot that, Always was a lot that went into all of that craziness. But, I mean, it's good to see that, you know, they were the best of friends. They came up together. They went through NXT together and uh, OVW and, and the WWE. And, you know, they were one of the still arguably one of the most entertaining tag teams that we've had of recent time. Uh, soft is still my ringtone because I just like it. And it, people just turn and look when you just hear Enzo's voice to call somebody soft. We're like, what the heck is going on? I, I just like the song. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, and I pay for it. So we all know who I, how iTunes is. I'm going to get my money's worth out of that. That $1.79 is going to stretch for me. <laughs> Let's be real about this. I bought some iTunes currency for them ringtones. God dang it. John Cena. Um, so <laughs> that was a pretty crazy thing that came out of WrestleMania weekend, not to mention Bob Backlund doing uh, uh, almost a no-handed handstand at the super convention that they was have Wrestling Supercon that was going on at the same time of WrestleMania access. So it was all kind of crazy. And David Arquette also was involved in a fun little brawl at the the convention as well. And he just posted, well, actually DDP just posted a video that was uh, shown courtesy of a PW inside of him walking out David Arquette and both of them throwing up the diamond and feeling the bang. So I know we talked about David Arquette a couple of times. So I just wanted to let you know, I saw that he is actively wrestling. Well, I, I first let me, let me address David Arquette. Even though I didn't agree with it, I thought it was bad. You still have to refer to him as former WCW champion. You are David absolutely Arquette. correct, sir. You are absolutely correct. Now I think that's uh, we, we got to put the respect Jimmy on it. K. But now, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> as far as uh, Enzo and Big Cass, so many people were critical of that yeah. invasion. Now that I they weren't remember. expecting. I remember sitting on Twitter. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. And then it was Saturday. It happened Saturday night, and it happened. It literally happened right after the heinous Bret mm-hmm. Hart incident. And a lot of people were like, why would you do that after what happened to Bret? Everybody's on it. I'm like, look, they didn't yeah, know they're, they're that that happened. The show. They're not sitting there watching it. Right. This is already pre-planned, but some people don't know if it's a shoot. They don't know if it was a work, but that's the whole point of it. When you don't know if it's a shoot, if it's a work, yep. they got you. And I guarantee you not all those they teams got do that you. either because the look on some of their faces were confused. They were like, or they were really like, we should be passing them an Oscar because it's like, man, they look like they just did not know. And I'm like, well, heck, if that's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. But th- those are the type of things that truthfully, I'm not going to lie to you. I really wanted out of Monday night and Tuesday night. I know the superstar shakeup mm-hmm. is coming really quick after WrestleMania. So we know that they're planning some moves. And we talked about, you know, heavily for, gosh, since August of last year of 2018, the need for the WWE not just to do stuff for the women and do right by the women, but also to drastically change the lineup for both shows to make it fresh, make it new, make it unexpected, to give new opportunities for everybody, old, mid-card, new alike, and... I guess this is their first wave of doing that with the superstar shakeup, or as I still prefer to call it, the brand extension happening immediately, basically after WrestleMania, which has not happened in a long time since the brand extension. So it's, (laughs) I mean, that's, that's rather, rather drastic. And then they're also reacting allegedly to AEW's pay-per-view later on, uh, next month as well with uh, moving up money in the bank and putting that in May. So there's a lot of things that are in play, but it needs to really pan out. And I hope this is not, we're having a raw show and then, Oh, raw picks, uh, Stacy Keebler. And then you're like, Oh, okay. But yet you don't really see anything. I don't know. I, I hope this is an exciting randomized thing since we don't have general managers and that whole time we have Vicky Guerrero and, and, um, uh, oh gosh, Teddy Long, and they were going back and forth. And I'm taking this person, no, I'm taking this person. And Eric Bischoff, what he was doing, it was, it was so entertaining. Um, the last couple times have been a little interesting, but that's just me. I agree with you. I mean, I, I wonder how they're going to do it now, it, but I think it's still going to be entertaining. It's going to be a lot of shocking moves. How about that? I'm telling you. We talked, I've said it before, we've talked about it before. 90% of the NXT roster needs to get called up. Period. But there is some rumors, and hopefully they're still listening to us here at the Sideline Junkies WrestleManiacs on the boat. It is uh, possible that Tyler Breeze may be making a reappearance in NXT as he tweeted out that he really wants to go after the North American title which would have him and Velveteen going at each other, which I I always thought was entertaining. But now that Velveteen is a lot more confident in his character versus uh, a Tyler Breeze character, man, can you imagine the the pose-offs and the look-offs and all that stuff and the motions and everything that's going on? It's almost like a Dancing with the Stars episode. 
So if that happens, that is hopefully an, an opportunity of them opening the doors and allowing people to revolve through NXT, which allows NXT people to revolve like Aleister Black and Ricochet are doing a phenomenal job of being called up working all shows. And you know, you have that opportunity for everybody to have a moment and not just be stuck, you know? So we'll talk right. about some extra stuck things in a minute. Um, the next big thing, and this is where we get a little controversial in opinions. And this is some comments made by superstar Billy Graham, WWE Hall of Famer. Pretty much the guy that Hulk Hogan emulated himself from. Made some comments about Kofi Kingston saying that it would be a good idea for him to allegedly, we'll just say allegedly because saying you should go ahead and do something would be a crime. Um, But to allegedly utilize some strong performance enhancers <coughs> excuse me that would allow Kofi to bulk up and look the heavyweight part or the heavyweight mold as it was done years ago where the WWE was only looking at larger than life sizes opposed to where WCW was beating them because they had not larger than life sizes like an Eddie Guerrero Rey Mysterio, Chris Benoit, uh, LaParca, Conan, Billy Kidman, Shane Helms and Three Count, (laughs) you know, or Sugar Shane, and et cetera, Dean Malenko and and others that were building a brand, and same thing at ECW side, um, with some of their uh, RVD, Sabu, Taz, um, shoot, Mikey Whipwreck <laughs> and, and others, you know, they were building their brand off of not being the size of Andre the Giant or Big Show or Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior and Lex Luger, etc. They were doing what they needed to do based off of performance and being with the crowd. So he got a lot of heat and flack about saying that that's something that Kofi should do in order to maintain over opposed to 11 years worth of work and he getting what he deserved, you know? You said okay? Like, I I don't know where to start, so I'm going to start at the beginning. This is not the, the 60s, this is not the 70s, this is not even the 80s or the early 90s. We know so much more about performance-enhancing drugs, especially anabolic steroids. We know the dangers of them. These are the contributing factors to one superstar, Billy Graham, having to have a liver transplant. Not only that, once you start using steroids and you stop and you cycle off, the injuries pile up. Then once the injuries pile up, your career takes a nosedive because you take so much time off. Then you try to wean yourself off and actually do the work that you should have been doing from the get-go. You start to look flabby. You get smaller. It's so many drawbacks to it. But then while you're on it, think about the roid rage. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
I don't understand what kind of comment that was, what kind of thinking that was. Like, it breaks my heart because so many wrestlers have emulated and, and been mentored. Jesse the Body Ventura, Hulk Hogan, as you said before, uh, Big Papa Pump, Ric Flair. These guys have, have been mentored by him. And not only that, you're a pastor. Come on, son. That's all I can say. Yeah, and then he even through some alleged links to his thought process with uh, bringing up super current superstars like John Cena, talking about how John Cena would you know be posing and how his meteoric rise with the company being a company. Yeah, man, you you're right. Billy Graham has got some issues, but he also tried leaking or linking John Cena to the same type of principle that he was talking about saying that Cena has been as successful because he's been as swollen as he's been. And and that's part of the reason why allegedly in essence, just a paraphrase. So those are some strong, interesting comments from superstar, but the, the Twitter universe just slammed the crap out of him. So he has since then been kind of mute on the subject. He still has his point of view. And part of that could be just old school legacy. That's just what you were used to doing, what you what was the the the, the archetype back then, but the world has changed, viewership has changed, and nobody just wants to see a bunch of muscled up guys having a match where nobody uses the top rope. You may be lucky that most high flying is somebody going over the rope, and that's about it. They want Ricochet, <laughs> right? Andrade, Cien, yeah. Almas. Almas, yeah, Almas, yeah. You having a blast with uh, Charlotte right now? Charlotte play, yeah. Let's not even talk about hey, that. You know what? I'm gonna say it, Andrade. I give you the highest of high fives, my brother. Don't be giving him any high bag, fives, man. man. Don't be giving him any high no, fives. No, I got to. Taking photos of Charlotte, holding, you know, cockatoos and all this other stuff. It's everybody. The Leo Rush is out there, uh, you know, enjoying a, the beautiful, uh, you know, sand and 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 clear ocean water. And Bailey is, is out there. And, I mean, everybody's out there vacationing for the most part with the exception of Lacey Evans, who's out there catching her own dinner. Dinner. <laughs> that's, yeah. like, that's real and G right there. That's real G. That's how when you like that punch. That punch is legit now. That, that's, that put her in a whole nother level. <laughs> how, how can you not love Lacey Evans? How about that? Yeah. It's like, man, like, all, they should have played her theme music as she was throwing out the net. Because at that point, uh, you might, that'll just put it over the top. Like, that, that's, that's boss. She deserves to be there now. <laughs> <laughs> if Lacey, if they do another show before uh, I'm here in D.C., Lacey Evans get we got fishing to do. Huh. Well, shoot. I, I'll just pick There's you up. There's any place for her to be. But we'll need to be that's it. That's we all. Need to go crabbing, man. We need. Come on now. You know where we at. I'll bring the obey. We need to light yeah. that thing up. You know what? I'd actually do it. I'd get on a boat and go underneath the Bay Bridge and go crabbing. They say that's one of the best spots to crab is right, you're right on the bay, but you're underneath of the bridge. Mm. And they say you, you're going to catch every 
good crab that you can. I want it. Go ahead and put a pin on that one. Who knows what may happen? Hey. Especially since, you know, we all know what the other major pay-per-views are, but WrestleMania is not coming. We'll see about the Warrior Rumble, but who knows what will be happening at the DMV area. And speaking of what may happen, we had a little bit of Injury City during the time of WrestleMania. AJ Styles could have a potential injury that stemmed from his WrestleMania match, but it's at this moment not looking to be uber severe on a level of uh, Tommaso Ciampa or anything like that. So hopefully with this rest, this little mini vacation period that everybody's on after Mania, that's given them enough time to stretch it, ice it, work on it, and and get it back on track. Plus add in a couple weeks of just general storyline building where he may not have to wrestle, but he just cuts a couple promos and, and builds up for what's going on in the future or stakes his claim for money in the bank. But I think he'll be fine. Not fine, which is kind of interesting. We just see two amazing splits in ring. We've seen Big E do more, but unfortunately, Big E has suffered a little bit of an injury from his match after WrestleMania. And Leo Rush just got finished posting a couple tweets towards Big E saying, hey, I know you're injured, but I'll pick up the slack. And then he's got one of the most hilarious, and I uh, retweeted it. So feel free, uh, Sideline Junkies verse, go ahead and watch that of him just eating pancakes. And it is priceless, <laughs> priceless. Like, oh, man, this could be the new Becky Lynch Twitter growth of a character, to say the least, especially coming out of the superstar shakeup and rumors that Bobby Lashley potentially – may be interested in returning since he is still signed to Bellator. He's interested in fighting uh, Ryan Darth Vader, or at least he said he wouldn't mind fighting him uh, at a Bellator event after SummerSlam-ish, maybe. So we'll see what that potentially has for Leo Rush, because he has been kind of putting out there some cryptic questions like, where would you like me to go? And a lot of folks said 205 Live. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that, but yeah, get well, Big E. And unfortunately, the biggest injury that was sustained during the WrestleMania time period is my man Gagey. His girl, Naya, had to go in for double knee surgery. You go ahead and speak on it, man. I'm still kind of choked up because she was posting some phenomenal videos the past couple of days and tweets. But you go ahead and tell us how you feel about not seeing your boo for uh, a while. Number one, I'm, I'm truly hurt about it, but she has to take care of everybody. Um, but I'm more disappointed in the fans. A lot of people are happy she's hurt. Oh, I don't have to watch her anymore. She sucks any. Uh, she can't wrestle. Look how many people she hurt. This is karma. Like I've read all of the responses, and it wasn't too many. You know, hey, get well soon. Take it easy. Follow doctor's orders. That's typical response when somebody's injured. When somebody's hurt, you don't pray for somebody's downfall. Have we become that deluded 
as a society pray for someone's injury. I, 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 and that's where I'm, it, I agree. It makes that's where the art form people are just stupid, <laughs> for lack of a better term. Just stupid. <laughs> but anybody that says she can't wrestle, she can't wrestle. Like, have you been watching her? Now, her mm-hmm. storyline hasn't been the greatest as, as it should be, but the woman can wrestle. Like that because she's the Rock's cousin. Uh, no, she has a talent. Not only could be in the WWE, she could actually go model and make probably more. Yeah, hurts as a not as a human being. That hurts to see yeah. them. Talk about somebody like that. But here's the is the rock. I mean, they did the same thing to Roman. And actually it was worse to Roman. <laughs> worse to Roman Reigns. And now through unfortunate circumstances, he's emerged. So through this unfortunate circumstance, I am foreseeing that two things are gonna happen. Naya's return is gonna be ungodly, unexpected. An amazing A, but B, she is going to come back looking a thousand percent better and different. And what I mean by that is she's going to have, based off of just recovery and you know your your knees, you can't walk, so you can't you know do the same thing that you're doing and everything. She's going to have that size change. All right, so yeah, she's going to have that size change. That is going to be allowing her to do more in the ring with uh, some of her smaller size competitors. Not going to be anything epic and drastic, but just the normal. I think she's going to lean up a little bit and come back stronger than ever. But one thing they're not considering, WWE does not have a lot of female superstars of her size. The, the Technically, the, the biggest one is over is right next to her, and that's Tamina. Mm-hmm. The only other one is in the UK. <laughs> so who is she wrestling against? She's got to give a lot of herself, which we see every single time she has a match because she's running into the post at some point or falling over the top rope or going through the, the top rope or something to give you that turn in, in the match opposed to having a, a standard catch as cat scan or, or grappling or whatever type of match or let it be, you know, let alone high flyer match because she's got to have somebody to play off of. She's got to make Alexa Bliss look like she can actually win. <laughs> so Nia's not going to look like she's can wrestle and, and she could do all these crazy moves because she's towering over Alexa Bliss, just like a Rey Mysterio. But not exactly like Ray because we know Ray's capabilities is just through the roof. So he's been able to do some phenomenal things, but Nia's still in that same technical situation where she's got to grapple down and, and got to give a little bit more to make this stuff more believable that somebody of Sasha Banks size can have a comeback opposed to Nia Jax just squashing her to say the least. I don't mean that in a negative way, but I mean, you know, she 
drops that leg on you for real, man, you're pretty much done. Or she hits you with a, a, a power bomb, you're feeling that. So it's I, I still give her, you know, props because I understand that she's doing phenomenal work for the opportunities that she has. And if there was bigger, uh, stronger, more powerful women that she could match with, like her and a Beth Phoenix could have a great match because they're about the same stature. So they, they and power, they, they can go back and forth. But I don't know. I, I think just think they're, they're stupid. The ones that are complaining and talking bad about her, saying she can't wrestle, and then at the same time talking about how they're happy that she's injured and it's karma and stuff like that. Because people get injured all the time. Things happen. Right. It's a contact sport. I, I will say this. I, I, will, I will say this. You talk about her dropping a leg on you. She can drop that leg on me anytime. Well, I'm just saying. Just wait. Just wait. Six months from now, she's going to post a photo, I guarantee you, and you're going to lose your mind. I lose my mind every time she posts a photo because, I mean, yeah. I just think she's gorgeous. Six months from but now, I'm telling I, you. Hey, during her rehab, I, I, I'm, I'm calling, I'm tagging everybody. Naya, you, you need any type of help in your rehab. I am available. I have magic fingertips. You can call me magic hands. I got you. Meanwhile, Mojo's painting his face right next to her saying, yeah, come over here if you want to. <laughs> but oh, guess what? Oh, 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 you didn't hear that news? No, no, what, what? She said she is single, so I am free to shoot my shot. Oh, snaps. Oh, snap. So he really did lose everything. <laughs> yeah. She said on Instagram earlier this week that she is single and ready to mingle. Well, my man KG is available with his wife. <laughs> but I mean, hey, we can make it work. Well, you can be it's a sister rules wife. To the game. You can be a sister that, wife. That, that it is. It's See, rules to the game. That'll put you on two shows, uh, Total Divas and now Sister Wives or, or Finding a Wrestling Wife or something like that. I guarantee you TLC will cut that check right now for y'all and I will be a special guest star and I'll be like, Oh, what are you doing here? Oh, I heard Tamina was going to be here. What? No? No? Oh. Darn it. I was going to burn that street jacket. So. (laughs) 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 Oh, goodness. Speaking of uh, burning things, potentially, I don't know how I feel about this news of the Boston Hug uh, Connection. I keep wanting to call it collection, but they don't have the titles anymore, so they can't be collecting anything. So... The Boston Hug Connection, Bailey and Sasha Banks, um, have been kind of doing uh, a solid protest over them losing the championships. And I guess, or you could call them laydown protests, where at the hotel and the locker room, they've just been allegedly just laying down on the ground protesting them losing the belts. Then it's also been heavily spoken to that allegedly Sasha Banks has said that she is unhappy with it to the degree of possibly leaving the WWE, which WWE responded, we're going to give you some time before you make this crazy rash decision. 
But on the also Sasha Banks side of the coin, because we haven't even flipped a coin yet from her just doing all these things, she has now started to follow Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, and AEW on Twitter. So there's a lot of things that she's doing while she's on vacation. And I don't know. Well, you tell me what you think about that. I've heard from reliable sources that that whole silent protesting is made up. Really? Um, they said it started the night of WrestleMania that Bailey went um geez, she went backstage and she laid down, she threw a tantrum and she laid in the middle of the floor. Uh then she did it again in the locker room. Then they said she trashed she had two beers and trashed the hotel room. I'm gathering all of this from Twitter sources, and then somebody just came in and was like, uh, no. They have a picture of her hugging Kofi after Kofi his world championship. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they also have pictures of her and Sasha very, very happy. And they're taking pictures in the crowd at WrestleMania for the main event. They were right yeah. there. She didn't storm out the building or anything like that. So I'm not saying that that story holds any weight until I, I, I truly know from someone that's there and I can, you know, it, it's not somebody that's for, you know, the young kids saying clout chase. Mm-hmm. That's the word I use tonight, but I'm not believing that. And then, you know, who knows about Sasha? I mean, Sasha looking back at it and you can tell me if I'm wrong. I think she's one of the most, her, and Naomi got to be the two most underrated and underappreciated women superstars in WWE. Uh, Sasha has had four title reigns. I think they equaled up to 80 days. Everybody else has had any that that has four or more title reigns has 200 plus days as, as you know, champion in their reign. But Naomi and Sasha really don't have that many reigns. And Naomi, in the first SmackDown Women's Champion, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. But they get no respect. And I, I mean, can you blame her for feeling like that? You get, you put the 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 the, the women's tag team straps on. <laughs> didn't sound right. You put, <laughs> that, that just didn't sound right. You put the women's tag team titles on them. I rephrase that. But you, you, everybody. That's another thing. They lost to the Iconics, and Jesse, uh, for his insight and constantly keeping me in a wrestling mode when I'm at work because that's all we talk about is wrestling and. His daggone Detroit teams, the Lions, the Red Wings, and the Pistons. I'm so tired of Detroit teams. I'd rather talk wrestling all day. But the Iconics won at WrestleMania. He said, really? I really don't like them. I don't think they can wrestle. I said, you got to watch them. They have great mic skills. They may not be the greatest technicians, but the girls are good. They are really, really good. And I, think I slept on them good. for a minute. I think they're... I I see we're in tune tonight. So (laughs) yeah, (laughs) there you go. 
I just, I mean, people are upset that Bailey and, and, and Boston Hug Connection lost the Iconics. It happens. Just the same way we were upset that, I mean, some people were upset that Usos lost to the heart. Me, it's like one of my favorite tag teams lost to my other favorite tag team. I favorite tag teams has the belt. I don't care. It's not the it's not going like this is not the end of the road. It, yeah, it's gonna be I agree for, for that championship, but they just didn't map out what happened after they give the belts out. What do you do from there? What is what is the the, the I mean, outside of making appearances, that's great first time, but th- the challengers aren't there. The opportunities aren't there. They don't have, okay, if you're going back and forth between both brands, now we need something that will leverage who's wrestling for it. There's only a couple tag teams. Everybody else is singles wrestlers. Exactly. So you have to manufacture tag team. But this Boston Hook connection is a manufactured tag team. Yeah, but then who else? The only other true Women's tag teams are the Iconics, and there I say all- Tamina, yeah, Tamina and Nia. There's and, well, no, no correction, I'm sorry, and Riot Squad. Right. Thing is, and, uh, before before Sonya Tamina Mandy, and Nia, remember Sonya Mandy too, I guess. <sighs> because they, they, yeah. they, they were, uh, you know, they were part of Absolution. Yeah, I'll give you that. But before Tamina and Nia, you had Nia and Ember Moon, who were and they were dominating as a tag team. Mm-hmm. That was and Thunder's back right now. Mm-hmm. For your dreams, yeah, I, I bet it was. <laughs> but I'm not even gonna get into that. You're not gonna. You're not. Gonna, <laughs> that's an eclipse into a leg drop. What you talking about? <laughs> but <laughs> I took the man out of his, his, his words. <laughs> yeah, I keep telling you, you shit out. I did. I'm put team, but you got women that are coming up from NXT want to get bigger. Then on on top of uh, uh, tag teams, you could have your single wrestler, but you can. Singles wrestlers who can team up. Mm-hmm. Horsemen. Well, you have your four horsewomen. You can have a, a, a female filthy animals. You can have female a DX. I'm not saying the same names, but stuff like that. Where instead of you having uh, was it uh, five people in a stable with one female, you got for women in the male is the security. It's a muscle. Wrestle too. Yep. I mean, the storyline is there. The potential is there. But uh, the key is everybody has to be willing to be a team player. I mean, it's worthy of noting just because they were making it seem like it was a lot going on. But at the same time, I would, I mean, if Sasha did follow Cody, Kenny, and AEW back to back to back, that is like really. That's kind of a statement being made versus anything else. But other than that, I mean, I know they may think it may suck since they just got it, but they need to take a step back if that is how they feel and look at it as 
what more can we do to offer to it and to it being the women's tag team division? If there is one being curated, who is it? And how do we balance this out between both brands? Because you have to have number one contendership matches and it can't be the same women wrestling to be a number one contender every single time. It can't be the same two teams on Raw, two teams on SmackDown, then the women just bounce back and forth cutting promos. It has to be more than that in order for it to be noteworthy. I think uh, same as a single song the women. Yep. Smackdown, but you got to give them that's where your TV titles could come in at. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Affect women. Because that mm-hmm. always talk where the Intercontinental US title signify you're the number one contender for the Universal Championship or the uh, SmackDown. Respect. Yep. It has to mean this belt to mean something. Mm-hmm. Because how long is Becky going to do double duty? Yeah. Personally, I, I love seeing her twice in a row. Yeah, it's going to come down to her No. See him make it a NXT Women's Title. Oh, I doubt they'll give her that. That'll Call her crazy. Becky Three Belts. She got to get through Lacey Evans. Everybody first. would lose their mind. This um, that right there. That if all is well, storylines is going to be for the ages. I don't mean just women. I mean here. Lacey Evans, Becky Food, 10 years from now, and say, you know what? Wasn't even the mountaintop of the women's evolution. This was a strong foothold that pushed them even further. This is going to be the forefront because nobody knows what Lacey Evans can do. Most of us don't. But those that do, we know that she may come off as the Southern Belle. But old girl can get it in. She ain't scared to get dirty. Oh, yeah, we saw that in the May Young Classic. And we also saw that on Dent. Um for uh what she did in NXT. So she she's got some some skill and only thing she needed was just a little bit more added to her character. And they they've given us that now. She she they've established a true character opposed to her being that in-between military, preppy type of, you know, Southern Belle type of feel. Now they really took the time, and now it all makes sense to slow build towards what happened. So I'm cool with it. And speaking of what's happening, we got a little AEW buzz on top of the normal AEW buzz (laughs) that's going down. Kenny Omega announced his fighter fest on June 29th in Daytona Beach. So that's another AEW-sponsored event that um, we're we're not sure how that's going to play into their 
TV stuff leading in, or is that just a special event? We're waiting to find all those things out because the the TV deal is not a hundred percent. But I'm gonna talk about that in a second. But they also did confirm this week that uh, WCW alum Glacier or Zero, which is kind of interesting that Glacier is surfacing when Mortal Kombat is about to come out in a week and a half. But <laughs> he's going to be competing in All or Nothing in their, I guess, inaugural somebody named Battle Royal. So that we'll see if he can still pull off the pose and if they're going to give him the, the, the full Glacier treatment or not. That would be pretty interesting. But what's really exciting is the heavy alleged rumors of their potential TV deal with a WWE slash USA rival, be it being through the Warner Group, and could land AEW's normal televised shows on TNT and TBS. And because Warner owns another juggernaut that will be airing a final season of Game of Thrones, HBO, it also could be inferred that that could be where their pay-per-views would be shown, which would also give them clout through what we were kind of talking about, about distribution and digital with WWE. But imagine you have all of HBO's library, but then you have the subtext and the sub option to pull AEW televised shows and their pay-per-views through HBO Go. Mm. So if that was to be the deal, that is not that bad. And from a WWE perspective, I would be all in on paying attention to what is going to happen because I know WWE has their thing, but uh, Cody Rose could be riding coattails of the millions of people subscribing or correction millions and millions of people subscribing to see winter happen. And in the midst of that, you have a commercial or afterwards you have a commercial for AEW or, or something. I mean, that's, that's a lot of reach right there. A lot of reach. And then you've got Chris Jericho headlining that in one side, you've got Kenny Omega headlining on one side You've got Brandy Rhodes doing her thing. I mean, there's some star power that is tied into all this that is just insane. So I'm excited about that possibility. And you've got the almighty Jim Ross. Mm -hmm. And if Jim Ross does crossovers into just being at boxing events, and doing, you know, a special seat at a boxing event, calling some action, promoting. Man, I mean, that's that's the rub all across the board to where you actually have something to watch on HBO except the stuff that was on in the 80s. Because I'm not going to lie to you. You look at their lineup with HBO on TV right now, you'll be like, are they still showing this movie? Still? <laughs> you know, the heck with the shows. Are they, is it still on? HBO lost boxing. Did they? Yeah. Oh my god. HBO. Wow. Good job, I, Showtime. What, it's been what 30, 30, 30 some almost forty years of boxing. Yeah. No, it's been yeah, it's been about forty years of boxing 
on HBO and they they find they lost it. They lost it uh about two months ago. They ended um HBO boxing. It's that's 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 done. But I mean wow. to hear wow. Jim Ross come wouldn't be a bad thing because oh, yeah. Jim Ross is a sports freak. I mean, not only college football and and wrestling, uh, he knows everything, and he knows his barbecue sauces and his cooking. Like, if we ever have a sideline junkie cookout, him and BJ on the grill, that right there, and then Jim Ross telling stories while he's on the grill. Mm. I, I don't think, I think like, that cookout will last forever. That'd be like kids yeah. at the. Uh... At, at kindergarten and the story time, you're just sitting there, bright eyed, bushy tail, crisscross applesauce, just like, oh man. But just to give you the complexity, because some people are like, well, why are you talk bad about HBO? You know, and I, I'm raised on HBO. I'm not gonna lie to you. Snuck a lot of times to watch some real sex. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. When it was actually the first showing instead of the million showing of the same episode that this show. Show, yeah. but that's a whole other story. But here's what's on right now of note. Now, you know, there's a couple movies that is like whatever, but that they're showing, and this will give you a little bit of lineage. One of the most recent is Rampage with The Rock. I'll give you that. The other one is The Meg. Um, but then Pitch Perfect 3, they're still rocking Devil Wears Prada. Obviously, they're pushing Game of Thrones and leading up to. So they're doing the marathon. So it's kind of a, a skewed weekend. Jurassic World, Veronica Mars, Crazy Rich Asians, Shanghai Nights <laughs> is on. You know, Little Rascals is on, which is still a great movie um, for HBO Family. Hangover One. I mean, that's is yeah okay. That's how, how is HBO falling off so badly? I mean, you used to go to HBO for everything. They, they it used to be one. Cinemax that had the bad movies. Yeah, everybody knew until at least ten o'clock. That, that was, you know, growing up uh, during the eighties and the nineties. You knew when you saw that box office HBO light thing that shows their letters, and you hear, you knew that HBO was about to kick off and something huge, the special presentation, and it was going on on Friday nights. I mean, man, one of the my favorite franchises, but also scared the crap out of me as a kid I watched on HBO, which was um, the Hellraiser series, Uh Hellraiser 1 and 2, and they would play that mess back-to-back. And my aunts were like, yeah, let's watch this. Like, okay. And then at the end of it, it's like, you got to go to bed. Hell no. <laughs> and to you this day, thank you, HBO. I will not touch a Rubik's Cube to this day. F that. I don't care what them <laughs> colors look like. I am not playing with that Rubik's Cube at all. I don't even like pins at this moment. <laughs> Want me to do what? Put a pin in my pants? Heck no. Man. Did you not see Hellraiser? No. <laughs> It was at one point in time now, but this is before AMC did Fear Fest. And this is when Fear, when they first started Fear Fest. It started yeah. from October 1st all day long until October 31st at midnight. Yep. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a, a set block. It was all day long. Every Yeah, pre-walking I mean, death, every, so that's all they had. Right. It was every scary movie you could think of. But mm-hmm. HBO would do it in the month of October. On Friday, Saturday night, they would show from 
four in the afternoon Friday until maybe, you know, they they would do their regular programming on Sunday because you had Oz, uh, Sex in the City, The Sopranos, Ooh, which were three shows that I love. My man, Adebisi. <laughs> <laughs> three shows that I watched faithfully, three shows that I love. Yes, I watched Sex in the City, but I watched it for a different reason. Who didn't? Shoot, I got in trouble for sneaking to watch that. Like, but they just talking about, oh, yeah, I guess uh, I see why I can't watch that now. Yeah, just I'm going to have to take that beating then. But thank you, Carrie Fisher. Um, yeah. But they would show from in the month of October, they would show every Friday the 13th, all in order, mm-hmm. back to back. They would show every Nightmare on M Street in order, back to back. They would show uh, all the George Romero movies. And they would do this for the whole entire month. Like, and I know your viewership went up, but then when they started Fear Fest, understand it went down a little bit, but now Fear Fest is so watered down, you only get a week. Sometimes it's only three, four days. It's so watered down. There you go, HBO. I just made you money. Start showing movie things that have franchises. You can show all the Fast and the Furious in the order that they happen. And there you have it. It's about to go down. November, I believe, if I remember correctly, Disney Plus is going to go live and Netflix, sorry, (laughs) may have to, I may watch uh, the last or season two of Altered Carbon and let me think what else is on Netflix that I may have to watch. Nothing besides series two of Altered Carbon at this moment. So the $13 that y'all just up to, uh, yeah, that's going to Mickey. I'm sorry, because if you tell me that I got, Streaming Cloak and Dagger. I've got Daredevil. I've got um, Luke Cage, or excuse me, Luke Cage, um, and everybody else from the Marvel block that used to be over there, and everything else that they have. Man, plus Fox. So The Simpsons on tap. <laughs> uh, all the Fox hey. movies on tap. I could be watching Pitch Perfect there <laughs> instead of on HBO. And, you know, with Game of Thrones being gone, I'm not going to lie to you, man. It's not that much that is going to drive viewership. And everybody's fighting for opportunities and and their foothold in this crazy world. I mean, Netflix blew it through the door going from just get your stuff mailed and they creatively killed Blockbuster and, and everybody else uh, from the, the, the rental category. But now they're at jeopardy of being destroyed by the almighty Disney and HBO. They've got to figure this out because I know they're eight weeks may seem like a long time, but when you sign up for HBO go and you binge eight weeks and eight hours, and I'm talking about eight weeks worth of brand new release of game of Thrones and you just do it for the free trial and then you're done. And that's it. I don't need to watch HBO anymore. What else are you showing me that I can't get off of Cody? <laughs> you know, yeah, pretty much. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how the the dynamic of cable is going to change with Game of Thrones but, being gone. I mean, I know you're going to have your people watching, you know, certain shows and stuff, but it's going to be interesting, man. But one thing about AEW. I hope they do play it right. Don't try to go up on, you know, if you're going to show, you're going to do a weekly show. Don't put it on Monday, Tuesday to go up against WWE. 
because WWE might just crush. Mm-hmm. Don't create a competition. Go Wednesday. And uh, what's Wednesday? No, you can't, NXT you can't go Wednesday. It's NXT. It's NXT. But what's NXT? Come on. I watch it on Wednesday. What's more? Wednesday. Oh, oh what time? Man. Yeah, what time? Oh, I don't know. It's on demand. <laughs> it's a network. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of a, a hard question to answer, I guess, but I think it's eight or nine. So you go Thursday. Take SmackDown's old spot. You go eight to ten on the Thursday on TNT. And then you come back again Friday or Saturday with a second show. Don't go head to head with WWE because they will crush you. Mm-hmm. Right now, they have the momentum, they have the, the force. You want to go head to head with somebody? Impact. And then maybe, just maybe, you can absorb impact, make yourself a little bit stronger. And then, you know, push yourself up. So, invasion angle of AEW invading impact. And then maybe, just maybe, all that can be right, uh, Vince McMahon, Cody Rhodes, Bones impact now, uh, can all hold hands and say, kumbaya, let's get this money. Call Ring of Honor and New Japan. Hey, you guys need TV deals, too. Next thing you know, seven days a week we have wrestling on, but it's at a reasonable time. Yep. We don't have, like, it pisses me off. Ring of Honor and New Japan is on at 2 in the morning on a Saturday. Like, if I'm not up, man, I I don't get to see that. I got to watch that on DVR later on in the week. That's right. That's an old time slot for Raw Telemundo. Exactly. But I am happy. Like I said, that's why I really hope this is what's going to happen. Because that's going to put fresh pressure on a WWE, even though they, they're, they're going into this Fox thing. They're going to, if AEW is doing non PG 13 content, that is going to seal the deal. Because Fox, technically, allegedly, there's a lot of alleged going on in this uh, <laughs> season opener. But uh, allegedly, if Fox is saying, hey, we want a little bit more non-PG content on our wrestling show that we're paying a lot of money to have you on, then that's going to force what WCW did for WWF into E for them to get the F out and change uh-huh. the programming to match the time. Because like we talked about before, it is absurd, even though I know it's a family show, to have Modern Family on, which has a lot of, you know, uh, social satire to it before Raw or if it's a different time period, they're showing a Law and Order SVU before Raw and then you go PG. My kids just got Uh finished, you know, getting prepped for Raw, but they're they're, they're sitting down watching the end of, you know, Ice-T and the crew solving a sex crime and then... Then now and forever. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, I think that kind of damaged them. What the heck is going on right now? So they have the ability to do it. You have your own network that you can just have the normal disclaimer like you do for when somebody's watching stuff from the attitude area, but you can do more risky things on your own network. But I think AEW is going to force them to give them the competition that Vince has been wanting. And I know he wanted it. I know because he enjoyed it when they were battling against uh, WCW. You can't tell me he did. You know, that spark is there. We've got to do better. and We've got to do this and rah, rah, rah. And 
our company versus them. And even though they were fighting to put them out of business, but I, I think it would have been better for them to just fight to just beat them in the ratings. But, you know, Vince versus Ted Turner, that's just old school war right there. Uh, ultimately, Vince won not because he beat Ted Turner, but because Ted Turner lost his own company. <laughs> but wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you a question. I think I asked you this about a couple weeks ago. You really think Vince sent uh, uh, he sent Russo over there to uh, take down WCW from the inside? No, 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 no. Russo wasn't responsible for that. Russo was just somebody that was right, and they just said, hey, this kid was up there up north, and maybe he can do something since they gave Bischoff the axe because they thought they were thinking Bischoff didn't know what he was talking about, basically. I mean, yeah, Eric had his own way of doing things, but the proof was in the pudding, period. But, you know, Russo, uh, Russo was only, I don't know, he was smelling his own pisses, you know, they used to say, and that was that. Vince, I mean, he, he's smart, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't think that that's what happened. I think mm-hmm. Russo just got a check and the, he, he sold the ticket, and he just wasn't able to make it come to fruition to to cash in and pay dividends and give them a return on that investment. Because we still have WCW. If that was the case, because I was seeing wow. Russo getting cocky, saying, "Yeah, I know what you wanted me to do, Vince, but I'm the man. I'm running this." Now let's see what's going on. I think he would, you know, do a, a, a swerve of his own and try to make it golden so he could be the golden boy and prove to Vince that and everybody else that those were my ideas and I made the attitude there irrelevant. And I took a stone cold to success and DX and all these things. And I'm the man and I'm the reason why that's happening because I just did it in WCW as well. So I think Ego would have took over on that. Well, that's why I ask you these questions because, I mean, that's the... And I only say that because that's what I would have done. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> if I, you know, believe my own hype and went down there, I'm like, I can change the world and make it happen, then I would smell my own piss too. I'm not going to lie to you. Because if that check is big enough, they paying me these large bucks. I'm obviously as good as I've been talking because I believe my own hype. But you need the funnel. But that's... That's the difference between you and Vince Russo. See, hype is something that you have to believe. The People's Choice Don Rodriguez is the truth. Oh, shit. I wish so, I mean, <laughs> when it comes to wrestling, he, 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 this man is the Messiah, people. Oh, Lord, don't you and put I, that on me. Lord. I will say it. Oh, God. No, I'm, he is the Messiah of wrestling. Oh, God. I'll say of wrestling. I think D'Angelo because, De Niro will be uh, kind of upset about that. I mean, he's the Pope. <laughs> he try, but, he's trying to make me the Messiah. Like, shoot. Look, look, look at what you do. I'm trying and to I'm, I'm not saying this. I'm not saying this because you're my partner. I'm not saying this because you're my brother. I'm not saying this because you're my friend. I'm not saying it because of none of this. You saying I'm saying it because, saying it because it's you. the truth. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> just <a little> bit. <laughs> but no, I'm saying it because it's the truth. Look at the the, the 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 things you come up with and book it. Uh, the, I mean, you sit there, you think for two seconds, and you fleshed out a storyline for the next six months. Come on, man! And these are relevant storylines that not only you want to see, but anybody that hears, like, man, that makes perfect sense. Damn, that would be nice to see. I'm just a crazy all radical, I'm saying, man. 
All I'm saying, AEW, WWE, hell, Impact needs you. Somebody give Don a chance. Now go to Florida. Like, yeah. What can we do with Impact Wrestling? How about we bring back Awesome Kong? Why not? <laughs> Have some bring craziness. back the knockoff division because they're knockoffs. And you know what? WWE may get credit for the women's evolution, but I think TNA, not Impact, TNA should get a lot of that credit before WWE because their knockoffs division was absolutely incredible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're doing some phenomenal things. Shout out to ODB. Yeah. One of my she favorites. Was, oh, yeah. I mean, you went from beer money in one segment to ODB. Man, <laughs> you were having a moment there, weren't you? <laughs> like, oh, this is going to be entertaining. We, you know, Gail Kim Irvine. I mean, man, the, 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 the great. Lacey Von Eric. Yeah. Velvet uh, Sky. Velvet Sky. And, but you, and then the, the list goes on. ODB was in OVW, but they told her she wasn't pretty enough to be a WWE diva. I said, who are you looking at? Meanwhile, I love me some ODB. We had China in DX, who subsequently, I mean, I'm not saying she wasn't pretty, but China looked like I couldn't get past the fact that she was going to beat me. So I couldn't even objectify her back then because I'm like, yeah, China made Cyclone Spin kick me, so I'm just going to have to take her for what she is, the muscle. I'm sorry. Until... But if you notice, Playboy, and then that changed that. So, oh, what'd you say? But over <laughs> over a period of time, <laughs> over a period of time, you if you look from when she first started to maybe like right before DX truly broke up, her features got they were more natural. She didn't look so aggressive, and you, then she did play surgery. <laughs> They changed all know. of that. It's like, God damn. Well, I mean, that, you know, she, some... she did get the, the puppies done, but no, nah, I'm talking about just, yeah, she just. Talking about. If we thought Nicolas Cage had an a amazing moment in Face Off, China stole the cake. <laughs> that movie became reality. <laughs> like, we, we went from one moment and then we went into another moment. We got a totally different person. It's like, what the heck? You know, and then, you know, she even leaned up a little bit more after the wrestling side of things and, you know, all became even more uh, sensual in, in stature, I guess is the best way to put it. Well, well yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That. When Naya comes back, I'm telling you, I don't know if you, I'm quite sure you've seen it, but if you go and look at some of her old modeling photos, mm, I will put that her old modeling photos if they're going to talk about that type of frame when she was you know in the beginning of her modeling career against any diva of current WWE roster and I dare you to tell me they beat her Nia was killing it I was like wait is that Nia are you sure my god my you know what I I seen her um from when she played basketball, Whew. she she she's, I mean she's naturally thick, but gee me, Christmas woman, Whew. woman, Whew. woman, it's like ESPN, woman. I know y'all had uh, Charlotte, but that's somebody else that should have been on the body issue. 
Just saying. Yeah. Gotta be groundbreaking. I think I want to boss my mind. She's going to come back leaner because, I mean, you get your knees worked on. So you've got to, you know, you've got to match the, the weight expectation of what is being put on your knees. So you've got to balance that stuff out. And I'm telling you, she's going to look phenomenal. And then I expect her to come back and cut what uh, we'll just call the Sami Zayn promo that he just did where I don't even need y'all. I'm out. <laughs> don't be don't be cheering me because you're excited I'm back. Oh my god, Naya's back. She looks so great. Shut up. Where were you at when I was doing my thing looking great back then? Kiss my ass. Exactly. Pucker up, that, baby. That, yep, and that'll be it. And then just for S and giggles, she should come out in a straight jacket. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yep. And then she'd be like, and kiss my straight jacket ass. <laughs> KG would be like, call me Houdini because I'm about to get strapped in. True indeed. And speaking of getting strapped in, I guess we might as well go ahead and get strapped into a commercial break. And then uh, we'll cover our last segment, which will be just uh, some wishful thinking or throwing some ideas around about this superstar shakeup that we talked about. And, uh, then we'll we'll let you guys go enjoy Game of Thrones. Because if winter's not there by now, then my goodness, it's going to be crazy by episode two. And I really <laughs> want to see some daggone winter. Now, I'm not talking about up there where uh, the wall is. I mean, it better be cold everywhere as long as we've been waiting on winter. For real. Like the dragons are just blowing their breath so everybody can stay warm winter. Winter's coming. Uh. It's coming. I'm telling you, it's coming. For real. Like, really? Are you sure? Winter's coming. God damn, winter been coming for the last 12 years. Like, shoot, we just saw a whole family get devastated and even got cold yet. Well, you know, you know how to end winter. Word to end winter. Mm -hmm. You know what that word is, right? No, go ahead. The one word that are in winter, Tricarius. We'll see. That's sitting that's all. We'll see. Night King's got his own. Uh, we got to see what that uh, dragon's breathing. Could be breathing some ice. Yeah. It's a lot of a lot of things in play now, man. A lot of things in play. Get a dragon. Yeah, Christmas. Oh, man. buddy. It's about oh. to go down. Meanwhile, Jon Snow has been like, oh, y'all cold? Y'all should have had y'all behinds up there by the wall where I was at, not paying me any daggone attention while I was over here shucking and jiving, dealing with these little incestuous duo, all this craziness going on. I'm up here freezing and, and being murdered. <laughs> Spoiler. All right, let's go pay some commercial bills, man. So you're trying to take me <laughs> off the rails on some Game of Thrones action, man. Dang it. I didn't do it. I didn't How do it. Give the give the throne to uh, Tyrion. <laughs> we'll be right back. Just like that, we're back. Right back. All right, so we're gonna go into some of our desires for the superstar shakeup, and just for clarification. I want to make sure all of our listeners know that I did not omit an injury. I wanted to bring it up in this segment 
because we are aware that Ronda Rousey did break her hand at WrestleMania. Yes. So she is on the injured list. But the reason why I wanted to hold off is to see if maybe we had an idea as we were saying some fantasy things on where she may end up or where she may come back to after her injury is recovered and possibly a baby opportunity as well. So this could be a silver lining for her to just pull double duty anyway. But uh, I think uh, it'd be smart for her to go to SmackDown. Agree. Agree. But I guess that would put her and Charlotte as the two top women. Well, I don't know. Do you think Charlotte's going to go to SmackDown? Because I kind of put her on the raw side and sent Alexa Bliss to SmackDown. But are we going to get Alexa Bliss as a talk show host or as a competitor again? Because I miss seeing her in the ring. Yeah, on a regular basis. That's why I said SmackDown, because SmackDown was where Alexa Bliss was Alexa Bliss, you know? Yeah. All of her famous photos that mattered, not you, Alexa, were of her. (laughs) (laughs) She'd get excited, man. That's like every time we talk about Alexa Bliss, she wants to get in there. No. Little Miss Bliss, <laughs> you know, her major photos were of her holding that SmackDown Women's Championship. And yeah. Like moments. So uh, I'm, I'm, that's where I put her. But another switch up that I did, and you can tell me what you think about it. Uh, I put the Miz in Raw and sent Drew McIntyre to SmackDown. Because that ends the Shane Miz thing, or it, it puts some space in between it to give it some time. And, you know, that way you can segue a lead Miz and Mrs. on Monday and promote it on Monday, and then they watch it after SmackDown on Tuesday. <coughs> I, I, can, I can dig that, because not only that, but it seems like um, outside of this Miz and Shane thing, Miz is getting buried again because first it was him and Daniel Bryan that worked out just the way that we said it would work out and it just it just didn't pan out the way that I thought because Daniel Bryan went on to win the title and Miz just pretty much fell into a feud with Shane after a while but uh, maybe that's what might be what he need because he needs to go back to being that Upper echelon superstar. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I like it. All right. Another uh, interesting thing that I picked, and you can tell me what you think about it. I sent, uh, kept Ricochet on Raw, but sent Alistair Black to SmackDown. You really want to split them two up? Yep. Mm. Because I think they could do more as singles because I don't want to, I mean, they can always come back and tag. That's, that's fine. But with so much potential to come up, I think that they would shine having strong NXT style matches on the main shows to add more oomph to the shows. Only reason why I would disagree with that is because I would like to see 
Ricochet, Alistair Black, Mustafa Ali, all together, and yeah. let them stay, let them do singles. You don't have to keep forcing them into tag team stuff. Let them do singles, but just kind of of a more high flying, serious uh, new day. Okay. But you know they just kind of cheering each other on. But if the time arises where they have a chance for tag team gold, they go get it. But you know somehow, some way, and also this is where you would introduce that television championship or you know something like that into the storyline on or for you know raw and smackdown but that way you can have alistair send them to, send them to smackdown you have alistair black as smackdown champion uh mustafa ali u.s champion ricochet tv champion they're all three of them holding gold you know, and you just kind of make them just a dominant stable, and probably add a fourth. Okay. But I mean, that's just something. But I mean, but keep them as singles. But I just I don't want to see them split up because they got great chemistry together. And I they agree. keep they keep coming up short on winning tag team gold. Right. That's and, all I'm saying. And, split them up so that way they could be the U.S. and Intercontinental champions. But you'll never get to see them together. Yeah, but you, you'll see them at, at the pay-per-views. Yeah. Don't go branded. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, huh. Just his thoughts. All right, so also brought up Shayna Baszler and sent her to Raw and kept Becky on SmackDown. Even though she's got both belts, so she'll go both. But I, I want her to stay blue brand proper well let me ask you this now understand that somehow someway she's not gonna hold both belts for the next six to eight months I know that's not gonna happen Um, but in the near foreseeable future do you take the two belts put those in the suitcase and the velvet bag and close it and bring out one universe, not universal, one unified women's championship until they're separated. No. Or do you keep treating it like a boxer and just make her carry around those yep. belts? I think it's a good look to have both. She needs a valet in. I volunteer. <laughs> Seth Rollins is probably pulling that duty. Uh, hey, he, he needs somebody to carry his belt too. You know what? Speaking of which, somebody asked a question on Twitter, and I, I seen it, and I said, "Wow, when did they put Velcro on the Universal Championship? Did they add Velcro to it? It's it's no, it's not snaps. It's Velcro. Wow, that's the end of an era. Then, I, if I could find, or they the don't picture, want to upsize it and make make them look bigger. I don't know. That's interesting. If I can find the picture again, I'll send it to you. But it's actually Velcro on that belt." And I was like, uh, that's not normal. That's a I don't, travesty. Maybe it wasn't the true belt. Because I'm sure they have the true belt, and then you have the replicas. Mm-hmm. You know, but maybe that might have been it, but 
yeah, that doesn't sit too well with me. I, I'm just being honest. That could be no a possibility because it could have been, uh, you know, the real belt might have been on loan to ac- access at the moment, maybe. So he just had to have something for the TV. I don't know. Well, this is at this is Monday. This oh, is Monday. Monday. Uh, well, uh, they were still doing access then, but Kofi versus uh, Seth Rollins. I don't know. I don't tell you. I have to go back and look at that. Yeah, I'll, I'll find I'll find a picture and send it to you. But tra- travesty. Becky travesty. being smack. I mean, Becky made her name on SmackDown. She mm-hmm. came up through the ranks of SmackDown, so that 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 I can see that. Uh, her and Shayna Baszler, but then, I mean, not jumping ahead. I'm not sure if she's on your list. You got to put Lacey Evans on SmackDown too, because that feud <sighs> has to happen. Well, yeah. Well, I think they're going to feud no matter what, remember, because it doesn't matter where it is, because Becky's going to go back and forth. I mean, they'll probably culminate theirs at Money in the Bank. True indeed. But the the question at that point, if Becky has both belts, do you have two Money in the Bank winners? You you read my mind. Hang two suitcases. So should I make it a triple threat and first fall and then second fall? Well, money so, in the bank normally is a ladder match, correct? Well, I mean, me, but you know, you have the two winners. You know, whoever grabs the two suitcases, and then that becomes a triple threat. And you know, whoever whoever pins gets the first pinfall gets one title, and then the second pinfall, the second title. But if it's the same person, then they get both titles. Then you got another undisputed women's champion. Yep. So that that'd be interesting. I'd like it. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that everything they do is right, but I I don't know. It's just when you got one woman dominating the entire division, and you've been waiting for this moment for six months. Yep. Yeah. It's 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 it, that's why it feels so good because we've been waiting for Becky to take the throne since October when she uh. Got her uh had the injury, mm-hmm. got her nose broke. We've been waiting since October for that, and we finally got it here in April. Yeah. And speaking of theme songs, I've been playing her theme song all week. Like, really? as soon as I leave out the house, I get in the car. You know, I get myself situated. First song I play is Becky's theme song. Really? That's interesting. And I've been kind of getting that one and only. <laughs> and, oh, Ricochet. Oh, and, my goodness. And Ricochet is, is, is kind of hot, man. Like, dang it. It's been on my mind. Damn CFOs. <laughs> you want to know something funny? Yeah. When the sun shines bright and it, it, it it's not cloudy, you know, it's just like all sun early in the morning, it hits my receiving door. So when I open my door and I don't have a truck sitting in the door, Oh, I'll tell me. And I can I can actually do the whole ricochet thing in the door. Oh my gosh. Spotlight hits you, man. It's gotta be done. Oh my gosh. I, I got I just got get cool. that recorded and send that to Xavier Woods. He may have to do a second video uh montage. So one of it's Batista and now it'll be Ricochet. <laughs> I, I got caught by uh my ops manager. He he just said, You happy to be here today? I said, Oh yeah. Yeah, 
<laughs> one and KG, KG. So <laughs> uh, I also did a, another little flip. I sent the Usas to Raw and put the Hardys on SmackDown. Because uh-huh. I think the, the tag team Hardys are making their last run. I don't know. I just got that feeling. So why not make that last run where they made the, the most impact on SmackDown? Yeah. Uh, but now, that's another tag team that can actually wrestle as, as singles. Uh, you give Jeff the SmackDown championship, give Matt the U.S. title, and they just there for each other back and forth. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, Jeff drops the title. Matt avenges it, helps his brother out. He picks it up, you know, things like that. But I, I want to see Matt Hardy with B1. Yeah. I, I want to see him with the SmackDown championship. Yeah. 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 All right. Before it's all said and done. All right. Then I uh, sent Andrade Cien Almas, El Idolo, to Raw and sent Balor Club to SmackDown. I can understand Balor Club going to SmackDown. Uh, Andrade, I don't think Charlotte's going to like you for that. But no, you sent Charlotte to Raw too. Yeah. Oh, no, that's cool. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. You sent Charlotte to Raw. So, yeah, keep the couples together. I, I got it because they're taking good pictures. I got it. <laughs> trying, to, trying to cause some trouble over there, man. And then I left the Boston hug on SmackDown. I'm sorry, on Raw. And left the Iconics on SmackDown. Okay. I figured I'd keep that the same just because it makes sense. And it gives both of them opportunities to grow within each other. Right. So, and those, those were just some of the picks. I don't know if you had any uh, off the top of your head that you would like to see change brands. Yes. Uh, what you got? Well, number one, uh, Randy Orton. I want Randy Orton on Raw. Really? Why? Because with Raw getting out of the PG era and going to go uh, more – Attitude era ish, I just I would say that's gonna suit Randy Orton a lot better. Yeah, and it'll be better for him as a, a wrestler, him as a character, and I I just want to see him on Raw, and I want to see more of him. I want to see him get out of this mid card status. Um, as far as uh sending somebody over from Raw, I sent Tamina. To SmackDown. While Nia's out, I sent Tamina to SmackDown. Uh, I sent Ember Moon to SmackDown. But I would take uh, Bianca Belair. Bring her up and put her on Raw. Because, mm. I mean, that's... Ember Moon on SmackDown would be a lot better for her because... Not saying that the competition is any lesser on SmackDown, but it just seems like it would suit her. And I don't know. I just I I, I think 
SmackDown is where she needs to be because she wouldn't be in hour two or hour three as she would in Raw. I think she could open a show, but or she could be in the middle of the show and get a 20-minute match in because she can really wrestle. And then I would send Oscar to Raw also. Because mm-hmm. Oscar just Oscar getting that exposure. It seemed like she's starting to get buried on SmackDown. So I would that's the shakeup right there. Send her on over to Raw. Yeah. I I I just I don't I don't I don't want Oscar to lose the steam that she has built up what last three years. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to see her lose it because the way the fashion she lost uh the SmackDown Women's Championship. I mean, granted she lost to Charlotte, fine, but not having the opportunity to get it back or to even be in the women's main event, which I think would have been great. But yeah, she seems like she's just getting buried because it, for the before she lost that title, look how many storylines she had. How much did you see her on TV? Yeah. And she was the champion. I, I mean, she's supposed to be on TV if, you know, not just walking by. I mean, she's not going to say much. And shout out to Oscar for playing Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> I'm down with it. You you got a special place with me. And I love you anyway, but geez, you just made it even easier to love you. So, um, I don't want to see her get buried to the point that remember Oscar? Yeah, she was really good, man. Whatever happened to her? And she's sitting on the roster as we speak. I don't want to see that. So get her off of SmackDown. Get her on Raw. Write some storylines for her. I don't care if you get her a mouthpiece and have somebody talk for her. I don't care. But she is one of the upper echelon of women wrestlers and she should be treated as such. Okay. Okay. What else you got? Oh, what else you're shaking up? <laughs> oh, now see you got the Miz on Raw. That would be I think that's just great. Um hmm. if you send the Usos to Raw, I send Naomi to Raw. Okay. Keep that relationship together. Yeah, of course. You know, keep the couples together. Because, I mean, these are pretty good. Um, oh, Nikki Cross. I, I mean, have they gave her a home yet? Uh, oh, yeah. I send her SmackDown, though. Yeah, that's why I would send her to. Because the thing is, she is pretty daggone good at what she does. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she gets enough credit. And seeing her backstage, that's one thing. But seeing her in that ring, that's what, I mean, SmackDown seems like it suits her. Yeah. But the way things look, and I doubt if they ever make SmackDown three hours, it's always been two hours. But the women are going to kind of sort of dominate SmackDown. Yeah. To the point the last hour is going to be straight women and nobody's going to complain because that's what everybody's tuning in for. 
And I'm not taking anything away from the men, but that's what they're tuning in for. Yeah. And I, I stayed away from thinking about where the New Day would go and all that because I'm, I'm just curious to see how they're going to play that out. They're going to do any separation or keep them all the same. But I'm quite sure they'll be hyping that up throughout the entire thing. Anybody could go anywhere. Anybody could go anywhere. Anybody can go anywhere. But I think well, the New I, Day I will tell you all travel together. I didn't want to tell you this because I don't know how true it is, but I've heard some rumblings and I've read a few dirt sheets. And I'm hoping it's not true, but they have the New Day turning on Kofi. Yeah, I'm quite sure I would see that happen down the road. I don't want to see that. But I, I think that would be I, a slow build. It wouldn't be immediate. I think it would be a slow build. Because they, they were entirely too happy for him winning to say, you know what? Okay, now you're champion. We want nothing to do with you. Yeah. Well, no, I think it's going to be, okay, 24 uh, – I said 24 – I mean, the Freebird rule. They want to probably apply that to the championship. Like, so we're all champion, right? You got your 11 years. You got your just due. But now let me be champion for a little bit. No. What you mean, no? But then with Biggie's injury, that may be shelved as well. Because it's only Xavier now. So it would be that. I don't know. That could be the split and have them go in different directions. So who knows? We'll have to see. It depends on what's going on with um Big E and and how that, that, that works out to determine what goes from there. But well they can always call uh Jay Lethal mm-hmm. and put lethal consequences back together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then also call James Storm. Nothing against Chad Gable but beer. put beer money back together. And they hit it with that. Put them back together. Sorry about your damn luck. <laughs> yeah, I agree. One of the best tag teams in TNA. I agree. Well, not going to lie to you, man. You know, we're trying to keep them to a nice little spitfire bit of crazy. And we got Game of Thrones and Avengers and everything else. To, and Star Wars. It just announced a new Star Wars game is coming out November 15th. There's a a lot that's happening this year. A lot that is happening. So yeah, it is. That means we got to get ourselves some rest. <laughs> because uh, who knows what's going to happen now. Uh, lovely caps in the playoffs. and Up 2-0. Yeah, I know. So it's, it's, it's big things that happen in the DMV. And pretty much also because most of the WWE – Superstars on vacation somewhere, relaxing until Monday when they all come back together. And then we get shaken, not stirred. I can't wait. I mean, it's going to be a lot of surprises. I so. hope so. Don't let it be a gimmick Walk show. Up. Let it be a true. I, I think they should have. They should just go really do the lethal lottery. You just pull names out of the out of the little tumbler, and that's the show that you're on. And then you just book it from that point. As random, as random as can get. I know people live here, live there, but this is one of those times I think it'd be just best for business and make sense. That's just that's just me. I don't have not near problem with that. And I know it'd be and chaos. I think it'll keep it, yeah, it'll it'll be suspenseful though. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows 
whose name everybody's names in the Tumblr. Yep. But nobody knows. Yep. And uh, I expect or at least hope to see something from Bray Wyatt. Even if he's just shown where he's gonna go, if he's not there. Because I don't know how how close JoJo is to uh, delivering or Sunshine. I think needs to go. She did. She delivered. I thought that she didn't. She got a ways to go. That was a pretty pretty big size baby bump, but I guess it is a rotunda. So (laughs) 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 oh man, I'm so mad about that. God dang, Sunshine. The thing is, shut that man down. The thing is, uh, JoJo can get on the road too. Yeah, we 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 didn't already uh, fleshed out the blueprint for you know mothers to be on the road after six weeks after giving birth. I mean, we got you. If you need a on the road babysitter, we, we're there. No, I can't do that, man. That that would cause some problems. I'm sorry, that would cause some problems. <laughs> I had to call my kids too. I ain't never coming home. Just want to let y'all know. It's like a ball, throw it up in the air, and you got sunshine. (laughs) So, no, you're not trying to get me, man. But we'll see. I got well, it'll be a different problem for me because I have the baby strapped to my stomach and you know, make sure the baby's sleeping and everything. Hey, Naya, hey, Naya, you saw you you need me to rub you down? Oh my gosh, my hands are free. I just put the baby to sleep, so I can just put the baby in the bassinet. I mean, you go on, go on. And you, you, her music will start playing, and they be announcing her, and Naya's and a little distracted because of my strong, muscly hands. Okay. okay. And that's where we leave it for tonight. All right. You got to go grope somebody else to get you a belt. So... <laughs> <laughs> better pull double duty all this now you've been thinking you better channel it so use that get you a belt and then uh i know we'll be uh tweeting and messaging back and forth on monday about all the chaos to, and tuesday about all the chaos and hopefully call-ups that we'll be seeing and hopefully we get the call-ups um that we've been waiting for mm-hmm. all of undisputed and, era yeah and Bianca Belair, Shayna Baszler, even Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think that would just be good. But then once that's all done, even so, I want to see some people from NXT UK come on over too. But even when all, all that's said and done, you got to start building NXT right back up again. Yeah, getting ready for the next crop to come. And you do the same thing, NXT UK. Keep the train going. It doesn't stop when you have one great class, i.e. OVW, because after the prototype and the animal, after that class, who else did you really have come out of OVW? Yeah, all the all the greats came out of that class. Brock so, Lesnar, Randy Orton. I mean, there's, there's some heavy hitters. Charlie Haas. Yeah, Shelton Benjamin, <laughs> yep. World's greatest tag team. <laughs> mm-hmm. So... Hopefully they, they. I wouldn't mind seeing that back. Yeah, you know something I found out a couple of weeks ago that I didn't know. Now I knew that Shelton Benjamin and Brock Lesnar were cool, but if I'm not mistaken, Shelton Benjamin is the godfather to Brock Lesnar's kids, and they used to live together. Wow. 
but they went to school together. They went to Minnesota together. Mm-hmm. I remember, yep, seeing that. But I didn't know that they lived together. When Brock didn't have a place to stay, Shelton Benjamin opened his house and Brock cr- crashed on the sofa. I mean, that that right there, that's, that's a true friendship. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, you know, okay, that was my friend back in college. I'd have made it big now. Hey, how you doing? No, they're still just as close. Oh, yeah. Same. And I, I, huh? I was going to say same thing with Batista and uh, Titus O'Neil during the Hall of Fame red carpet. Titus had his sons there and they said, well, you know, what do you think about Triple H versus Batista? And they, and uh, uh, Charlie Caruso asked one of um, Titus' sons, he said, oh, yeah, man, we love Uncle Dave. And, you know, that, that's how they re- referred to him as Uncle Dave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what? Our truth. His daughter refers to Gold. That's his uncle Gold. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but you 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 you're on a road with people. Two hundred to two hundred and sixty days a year, mm-hmm. you're together. So you're going to form these 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 families, these friendships, everything. So, and, but when they last for years and years and years, it's it's nothing in the world better. Oh yeah. Then. Friendships like that that last the, the, the loyalty, the love It's nothing in the world that's better I agree with that I agree Kind of like the sideline junkies Exactly We've been friends for years And it's going to keep on going Yeah man I just We've been I'm, on opposite sides of a ladder match <laughs> <laughs> Oh those good old days Oh, you know what? Let's not talk about a ladder match because <laughs> now this is taking it back and I'm I'm done. But PlayStation One, the very first SmackDown, because I used to have Warzone, I had WWF Attitude. Mm-hmm. So SmackDown came out, I was like, okay. BJ used to come to the house, and he was always Stone Cold. I was always the Rock. And then we had uh, his girlfriend at the time was Chris Jericho. No problem. Me and her would battle for the Intercontinental Championship. Then I challenge BJ to a ladder match. I get him outside the ring, hit him with a steel chair, put the ladder up, win the title. He told me that was cheating. <laughs> I won the title. What are you talking about? As long as I got you down, I won the title. Mm-hmm. So we had he had to come up with a rule that we had to adhere to when you did a ladder match. You had to wrestle for at least 15 minutes and then go for the ladder. Ladder was untouchable for 15 minutes. Wow. Hey, I never won another ladder match after that. <laughs> so I was happy with my Intercontinental Championship. I was good with that. Man, y'all, y'all were nice to each other. When I had ladder matches, the ladder was outside, and we were just doing spots outside, just beating down and everything else. And then by the time we got to the inside of the ring, everybody's body was just horribly messed up. You were red all <laughs> over, so it took forever to climb the ladder. It was insane, but those were some good old days, man. Yeah, it was. Sounds like you, you need know to what? get you some uh, WWE 2K19, and uh, we, we put it to good use on PlayStation 4, just saying. You know what? That's on my list, too, along with the the the, the Division Well, make two. sure you, you get on the list, well, and the wrestling belt, you know. You're right. <laughs> you got to start working this stuff down in order, my friend. Well, yeah, because now the, 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 the Division 2... I was telling 
my oldest daughter's boyfriend. I said, you do it. That way we're going to have three PlayStations, one house, and we can all be playing online at the same time. Yeah, all you got to do is file share. Do you know? Exactly. I'm like, do you know how much stuff we can destroy and save? Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, man. We 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 are going to be epic in that game. You got to hurry up, that's, man. I'm telling you, you don't understand what you're missing, KG. I do. I, I watched the video. It's crazy out then, there in D.C., man. That's not even adding into the fact my oldest son, when he's at his mom's house, he gets on. Man, we 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 we've playing this out. And then of course, sideline junkies, we I want to have our business meetings there. Playing a division, having a business meeting. <laughs> you know, watch a six. Yeah, I mean, we need to take and and, and check out this this sponsor here and that sponsor. And who's gonna call them on Monday? Oh, shoot, I'm down. You know. It, it, it could work. It could happen. It could be beautiful. Well, just waiting on you. That's all I'm saying. Waiting on you, sir. But before we get to a division, we need to get you a championship belt. All right. Agreed. So I'm going to let you go ahead and uh, start putting that uh, extracurricular work in to plant the seed for that championship belt. <laughs> and then we'll hopefully see uh, the, the the fruits of that labor very soon. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting here now looking at her, giving her the eye, but she ain't paying me no attention. Let me let me see if I. Psst, psst, hey, hey, just tell her. What's up, man? The lines of uh, Space Mountain are open. Fast Pass is available. Huh. Yeah, hey, hey, ride on Space Mountain tonight. Oldest ride in the park, but longest line. Let's go. Ooh. Come on. She just gave me that look like I, I wish I could say it on air, but she just looked at me like, <laughs> let's just say she ain't rising my BS tonight. Hit <laughs> <laughs> you with that stone cold. All hell. <laughs> you kiss my eye. <laughs> well, I'm going to leave you to working that out. Yeah, I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> and then <laughs> I will uh, join you and all of our listeners on the same bat time, same bat channel. Good old crazy mothership next week. And we'll talk about where everybody went on raw and SmackDown and NXT. And who knows what may also happen in the WWE next week. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. Once again, another week of something to be excited for in the wrestling world. And it just, it seems like it just gets better and better. Mm-hmm. So, we are the Sideline Junkies, WrestleManiacs. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Good week, people. Good week. This has been another Sideline Junkies production, sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, You can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.